the Tavern in Question podcast. On my end, that sounded really good. Did it really? Yeah. But see, my end's the only end that matters. <laughs> That's true. But... Wah, wah, music. Who are those fellas down at the end of the bar? Those are the McGlynn boys. It's best to just let them be and listen to what they gotta say. Ask if you must, drink if you want, and disregard the rules because this, this is the tavern in question. Here we go. It's Thursday night. The slides are coming up. The lights are shining brightly. And we are once again sitting proudly at the tavern in question. I'm Ian. That's Josh. You all are listening to a podcast. So you have no idea who's where or what anybody <laughs> looks like. And that's totally cool. We don't mind. Uh, for those of you on Twitch uh, and uh, joining us in Streamland, you can see us. Uh, and for those of you who can see us, you're looking at me going, those... Don't look like whiskey bottles on your wall. Actually, there's nothing on the wall. To, there's, there's a bed behind me. I'm in a hotel. I'm traveling once again, uh, weirdly, uh, for work. And uh, and I'm a hot fucking mess this week. Didn't bring the mobile studio. Didn't do it. I just said it's a mess. But uh, the good news is, um, despite me being... Uh, a, a hot fucking mess over here. Josh is actually looking quite stellar. Um, he's rolling a t-shirt and a pullover. It actually looks like a quarter zip pullover tonight. So mm -hmm. uh, we don't get to see his nipples, which is always a good day. Um, and his head is not so shiny. So he's got some some buffer going on on the forehead, and he's he looks great, Josh. Yeah. How, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just happy to be here. I'm glad this week is rolling down to a close because <laughs> it's been it's been a fucking weird one for sure. So yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So <laughs> that being said, shall we news desk? <laughs> Let's go. A sad day for all of us, my friends. A sad day. Comedian Gilbert Godfrey passed away on April 12th, two days ago. Super, super sad. Now, uh, for those of you who are going, who is Gilbert Godfrey? Well, if you're our age, and I say our age because it, you know, it applies to Joshua and I both, um, and you watched the cartoon version of Aladdin, the one with Robin Williams as the genie, Gilbert Godfrey was the voice of the parrot. So everybody else knows uh, that iconic voice uh and you've probably seen him in some other things and some other uh, parts and pieces of his work uh but unfortunately um uh he passed away i'm gonna edit all of this fucking jumpy fucking weird shit out of um uh and the cause of his death was myotonic dystrophy which is some sort of uh genetic disorder that uh kind of just whittles you away over time uh, and eventually ends up attacking your heart and whatnot. So uh, sadly, we lost one of uh, one of the great comedians and uh, very uh, iconic voices 
throughout uh in the in the comedy realm you know he had that mm-hmm. that super weird like you know like i don't even, I, I, I don't even want to do like uh an impression because I, I can't fucking do it like but um but uh google gilbert godfrey listen to his stuff or or just check out you know aladdin and you know the the voice of the i think it's iago right iago's the parrot's name i think yeah i don't know sure i'll say i'll say yeah because mostly i just can't remember right now yeah, I, I don't remember either. Um, but either way, uh, so there was a parrot, mm. and that was played by Gary Godfrey. So, so uh, uh, sadly, sadly, we lost another one. Cheers, cheers to him. I'm not going to pour this out because then I'd have to clean it up. So it's no disrespect. I'm going to pour yeah. one out for my homies, but I'm going to pour it in my mouth. So you know, waste not. An emotional pour for the homies. No. Uh, uh. So just keeping in line with my, you know, happy-go-lucky nature and making sure that I always bring the wonderful stories of, of positive, you know, uh, uh, affirmation and all those things. So uh, that is that is my story for the week. Joshua, I'm going to go ahead and order you. Please save us from this train wreck. The greatest manhunt in Portland history has come to a conclusion. They found him. Dylan... T Pickle has been found. <laughs> now, for those of you who are wondering who the fuck uh, Dylan T Pickle is, and you're like, okay, is this a missing persons thing that uh, we didn't hear about? Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, apparently, Dylan is the mascot to a baseball team uh, that comes to us out of uh, Portland, Oregon. They were traveling, and the mascot uniform uh, had gotten lost uh, in uh, airport luggage and was delivered to the official office or of somebody's porch uh, who worked for the main office for this team. And then they had video evidence that the mascot was stolen off of the porch. Apparently, at a uh, bus stop, there was an abandoned bag. When somebody decided to look into said bag, they found none other than Dylan T. Pickles. So the uh, the team is very happy to have this seven foot pickle costume back, and they are just uh, just over the moon, and you know, very little damage done to the the costume itself, which you know it's like how do you tell because it's a fucking pickle um as happy as I was to see that he was uh found and in good health, I can't get over the quote from uh someone on the on the team. I, I have to read this because I, I saw it and I had to read it like two or three times. And I'm like, these motherfuckers. So just just bear with me here. So, <laughs> quote, there was minimal damage done to his pickle exterior. Luckily, nothing too major. Luckily, we can put him back into the pickle jar to replenish his health. They are really <laughs> pushing on the pickle theme. <laughs> Holy fuck. So I I remember back when we first uh, talked about this and it was very concerning and they very much were treating it like a kidnapping thing. Um, unfortunately, whoever did take the costume 
didn't use it like a ransom, which if you're going to steal a mascot costume, why would you not play it off as a ransom? Like set up a camera to do a selfie, you wear it, and you have like the day's newspaper on it with like some kind of weird message on it. I mean, if you're going to do something like this, at least have fun with it. Do something. Go, go hard or don't go at all. Right, right. So, but long story, uh, a little longer. Uh, Dylan has been found. He has been returned home, and he is in good health. So, cheers, Dylan. Cheers to you, Dylan T. Pickle. Okay, all right. So, I, I have, like, a, a million questions. Okay. <laughs> Number one, what was what was the date that it was found versus the date that it was stolen? Uh, well, the article that I'm reading, if I can, uh, da, da, da. so uh, it looks like this article was uh, published back in February. So we're a little uh, slow on the uptake, or I'm a little slow on the uptake, but you know, fuck me. So um, I think we we first broke the story uh, last fall no it was recently it was in february it was in february january it was this season i don't remember honestly so just it was just to make the drama that much more we'll say he was gone for a a good chunk of time so mostly they they don't and at least from what i'm looking they don't give an exact amount of time he was missing are stolen or, you know, however they want to uh, play this. So, but kidnapped, held held captive. Because if somebody's got the costume for that long, mm-hmm. you gotta wonder. Like, I mean, they tried it on. Oh yeah, for sure. And they and they definitely did some funky shit with it. So if I'm the dude who plays Dylan T. Pickle at uh, at ball games, I'm gonna tell my boss I'm not putting that back on because I do not know where that's been. Oh no! Like it needs to be professionally washed, and then some. Yeah, and, and then some. Yeah, it's like I think the weird like you get in your head kind of thing would happen where you're just like, oh man. Somebody had to have tried this on. Like, like it would be even worse. Like, you start thinking about this when you have it on, and then, like, the power of suggestion starts making you smell stuff. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. What is that? Oh, God. And like, you, like, obviously, you're a giant pickle. You're like, oh, God. You're freaking out. And, you know, it's like, okay, the pickle's having a seizure. You know, we don't know. But it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's crazy. But who steal? Like, I assume that. One of two things. One, this was nothing but a publicity stunt just to get the pickles uh, more known. But, I mean, they were traveling. And if I remember correctly, they weren't just traveling, like, across the country. They were, like, hopping oceans and shit like that. So it's like, okay, so if you are traveling that much, you can't be hurting for funding. So if you're going to do this for publicity – why buy a new fucking pickle costume (laughs) for for sure um like you can go you can go play baseball throughout europe for weeks on end you can afford a fucking pickle costume yeah so my 
my immediate assumption is somebody had they thought an opportunity they saw a large duffel bag and they're like you know what some good shit could be in there they go and they grab it and they're like oh it's a pickle costume um, a fucking pickle like and they don't want to be <laughs> caught with it i mean it's a pickle costume I mean, if you get arrested because you stole a pickle costume i mean that's pretty fucking terrible but it was it was found abandoned at a bus stop so that's that's what I assumed that somebody found it, thought it was something else when they found out that it was definitely not what they wanted it to be. They were like, "Okay, I I just got to get rid of it." And they couldn't take it back. I mean, return to the scene of the crime, you're you going to get arrested. You know, it's just there's so much drama wrapped up in this story. Like, I need Netflix to make like one of those fake documentaries about the drama that is this this a mockumentary pickle. over yes. pickle. Oh, my God. And actually have like the pickle, like somebody in the costume talking about like his traumatic experience. <laughs> I was just sitting on a porch and next thing I know, I'm in the back of somebody's car and that alone is severely traumatic. Like, I don't know why Dylan G pickle would have that type of voice. Like, I mean, what does a fucking pickle sound like? Right? He's like, dude, bro. Like, you know, I mean, he's from the Pacific Northwest, so he probably kind of sounds like a whiny little hipster, but like, I don't know that. He's from Portland, so I'm surprised the the costume didn't have him in flannel or something like that. So, I mean, (laughs) with a craft beer in hand and a fucking (laughs) over curated beard. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And then we lost every fan we had in the Pacific Northwest. Oh Jesus! Well, man, that that's great news. I'm glad uh, Dylan T. Pickle is back home again. Uh, I hope the dude that plays him never puts that thing on and makes his boss buy a new one because, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, somebody banged with the freaking pickle costume on. I'm just saying that happened. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what I mean, <laughs> or I mean. There- the possibilities of what could have or could not have happened in that costume while it was gone are even even if nothing happened, even if like the damage, quote unquote, that he suffered was just from like getting bumped around while it was like if he never left the bag and never got put on, the fact that you still would just never know for sure. Like Something happened with his costume. You're like, no, 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 I'm sure it's fine. It's like, no, something happened. Like, it's yep. a feeling, like a sixth sense or something like that. And a funky smell, I'm out. Like, it, if I'm the dude and I get in there and there's something funky, like, no, man, no, I'm not putting it on. I'm not putting it on. So you would have to no be, amount of. You'd have to be pretty familiar with how it smells already. To make sure that it smells funny. Well, I mean, if you're the dude that, like, you're the only person that wears that shit and you right. wear it, like, do you know how many baseball games are in a regular season? It's like 80-something. So, like, right. you're wearing that shit a lot. So yeah, I would I would assume, right, that you're you're very familiar with the, the you know, uh, creaks and bangs yeah. and dings and dents and smells that are in that thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The dude who wears it has probably thrown up at it once or twice, you know? I, I'm... I'm, I mean, in the middle of the summer, Gross. you're out there, it's hot, you're dancing, uh, you know what I mean? 
dude probably drinks. He's in the, you know, he's Oregon, so he's probably high as fuck too. And, you know, those, those Funyuns just hit different that day. So he probably puked him. You know what I mean? Like, it, so gross. <laughs> but then, uh, then you're like, like, that's not my puke. It's like, not my, oh, like, well, no. like, takes it off and. No, that ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> no, uh, no, sir. No, sir. Not today, Satan. Mm-mm. Yeah, but see, then, but see, you know, at the end of the day, though, somebody would come up to him and say, hey, we're painting away the fucking costume. Put the fucking costume on. Go run around a field. You know? And he'd just be like, okay. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> And then, you know, of course, you know, once he's done, he'd go home and, you know, cry in the shower and be like, this was, this was terrible. <laughs> like a scene from, uh, uh, well, I mean, it's the crying game, but a scene from, um, uh, was it Ace Ventura? You know, he's like, I kiss a man. Okay, and then you see him, like, <laughs> plunging his mouth and, like, scrubbing himself with toilet brushes and shit. Like, <laughs> well, like doesn't he, like, like, burn his clothes in the middle of the bathroom and then just, like, sits in the shower? <sighs> but, of course, everybody... <sighs> oh, my God. <sighs> Fucking gross. Uh, Goodness. Mascots. That's that's a whole nother beast right there, man. Let me tell you. I dude, I can do that job. Be a mascot? Fuck yes. No, dude, there's total, total nah. anonymity and you get to be an asshole like all the fuck yes. I can totally nah, do it. Dude, there's there's a weird fraternity shit that goes on with being a mascot that like it's like it's like you might as well become a Freemason, you know. They're basically the same level of weirds. I mean, just nah. Are they behind me? Okay. <laughs> no, but they're about to be. Do you <laughs> watch your mouth? No, guys, you guys are cool. You know, what's the diamond? Love them. No, no, that's no. They're not the. They're not. That's the. That's the Illuminati. <laughs> we should probably shouldn't do that either. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, I'm we're so, so we're I'm done. so dead. <laughs> oh, it's good knowing you, Josh. Uh, right. See, see, this is why we drink whiskey because we make good decisions with whiskey. We make terrible decisions we with beer. Terrible decisions. <laughs> beer is always it's terrible. <laughs> terrible decisions with beer. It's like better. It's like better tasting. Uh, fuck, was it? Uh, uh, tequila. There you go. Tequila is disgusting, and it makes you make all kinds of wrong decisions. Yeah. We're Summer when we need her to tell us about the, the bad tequila decision. Right. But then she would also say, no, no, tequila is great. And it's like, no, I don't think it is. No. No. It's not. No. What is that? The the one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor? Is that how that works? Sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, one of my top three worst hangovers is because of tequila. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's- it's not good. I call it the devil's juice for a reason. The devil's juice. Yeah, it's gross. Like it tastes disgusting, and it makes you like kind of hate yourself a little bit. <laughs> you just automatically sad when you're drinking. You're like, oh, it's my life. Oh. <laughs> oh God. 
Why are you drinking tequila? Because I'm sad. Because I hate myself. Well, but you know, the, the same thing can be said for whiskey, though. You know, you walk into a bar, you see somebody too, and shots of whiskey like that. And I know I've said it before. That motherfucker needs a hug. Yeah. 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 Excuse me. Jesus fucking beer. Yeah, man. So. <clears throat> All right. Well, hey, I think this is a very successful <laughs> news desk. You ready for uh, Hey Bartender? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. All right, so, hey, bartender, this is where we talk about what we're drinking. Tonight, we did a a little weird thing. We're doing uh, some BYOB. Which, for those of you who are unaware of what that means, is bring your own beer. So beer is uh, the thing tonight. Every once in a while, Josh and I get a little uh, a little burr under our saddle for something other than that beautiful distilled spirit we call whiskey and love so much. So tonight we went to beer. Uh, Josh has an array of wonderful beers that look like, I mean, they look amazing and delicious. Uh, so I'm going to let him go first because I've only got one. So mine's going to be super quick. So, Josh, I'm going to let you go. And while you're talking, Josh, uh, I'm going to step away from the camera and go grab another one. Okay. Because I just grabbed one. So you go ahead. All right. right. So uh, beer number one is uh, Mr. Blue Sky coming out of the uh, Griffin Crew uh, Brewing Company. I believe they're based in Detroit. I'm, I'm probably getting that wrong. No. Birmingham, Michigan. That's where that's where they're at. Birmingham, Michigan. So, uh, it's a great that one. That beer in particular is a great summertime beer. Has some fruity flavors. There, it's um very acidic and has you know like a taste like it's got some lime in there. It's uh it's it's really good. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Anytime I see it, I usually pick it up. Um, real easy to drink. It's a little lighter and it's it's good. The second one, oh, is it? Oh, shit, I didn't even know this. Uh, is another uh, Griffin Claw Brewing Company. And uh, I'm going to fuck it up. It's a Mexican lager. Uh, El Ligero, if I'm saying that right. It's a Mexican lager with fresh lime. Uh, I'm currently drinking that one right now, and that is very good. Uh, last but not least, I will wrap up the night with, uh, Bell's Oberon. Oberon yeah. just started its new, uh, cycle, like, fuck, uh, last month. So, uh, especially in this area, cause they're based, uh, pretty close to where I am. It is huge. Uh, like before COVID, obviously they had, uh, Oberon day downtown Kalamazoo, Michigan, where you have people lined up around the block to get fresh Oberon because, but chances are it's just as fresh from, you know, you buy it at a store, but <laughs> so it, it was more of like a, an event you know, to get fresh Oberon from the actual Oberon store. But that is what I am drinking on tonight. All three of them are great. Um, Oberon, you can bait. I think you can get just about anywhere now. Uh, Bell's reach is getting pretty far. Um, yeah. 
the Griffin Claw, I'm not sure how far their reach is. Um, it may just be still in Michigan. Um, but, you know, if any of our listeners are in the Michigan area and you happen to see either of these, I highly suggest you get it. Uh, they are both very good beers, and they go down super, super easy. But because it's beer, it makes me burpy. So those are my beers. Right on. The... Uh... Uh, the Oberon is amazing, and we've we've actually we've had that on the show before because we did a Bell's, uh, we did a, bit of a Bell's, we did the the Hop Slam and the then the Oberon. And the Oberon is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I uh, I actually have some because I bought like a twelve pack of cans. I still have some in the fridge. I don't think it's good anymore. Um, I don't know if does, does beer go bad. I think it does, but I mean, the X. Right. Like it was, it was last year's shit. So I probably should just throw it away. But um, yeah, you maybe. Yeah, I, I had one a little while ago. It didn't taste the same. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably get rid of those. But uh, the <laughs> Oberon is huge. And uh, Oberon Day actually. So I, I follow a uh, a beer influencer on on Instagram, and uh, she posted up. It was that it was Oberon Day, and she yeah. was down. You know getting her her stuff and i was like i I, that made me laugh and i was like that's cool i can just go to total wine down the street and grab it like you know i mean like it's cool that there's like a whole big day thing for it but there's one of those where i kind of i kind of chuckle like yeah i i I get it over here in massachusetts too it's cool but uh but anyway Mm. yeah man so those two are they sound interesting yeah they i don't know the uh the the Mexican lager um, it honestly tastes like almost like a thick Corona. Yeah, not and that sounds weird saying that, but like Corona is really light in at least like how it feels in the mouth. This definitely has a like again the lack of a better term is thick. So it's it's just like almost just a thicker Corona with the lime already mixed into it. I mean it's it's really good. Um, this one and the Mister Blue Sky hot summer day like poolside even or like if you're at the beach or whatever they're perfect hot day beer um they have that you know they have a classic beer taste but then the the blue sky uh the mr blue sky actually has like some like grapefruit or some shit in it let's see it's uh american wheat brewed with coriander and grapefruit peel coriander uh, I think I'm saying that right. I mean, no, you totally I, are. That's I mean, like the, I the, I don't the, English the really well, like... so it's it's very good. Like if if I were to just take this stuff off of what I read off the cans, half of it I wouldn't even buy because it sounds gross. Uh, but it's it's actually very good, and it's it's a great summertime beer. Uh, both of those uh, Griffin Claws are are great summertime beers. I'm enjoying them, even though it's not technically summer. But I mean, it's it's nice out right now. So it's a tad bit windy here, so yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it's been you know sunny in in the eighties and nice here last couple of days. Um, it's, yeah, so it, which had me thinking like summertime, and my summertime beer is Corona, like you know um, that or or Modelo. I love both of those, oh, yeah. and you put a lime in them. You freaking you know you do like the you turn the bottle upside down, you let the lime just kind of ruminate in there for a little bit. Uh, and that's uh, that's some some great summer like I, and I'm not a big beer guy you know um, the only other beer that I enjoy and I get shit for this all the time but um, 
you know, summertime is great. Uh, Coors Light, dude. Just when the mountains are blue, like it's time to go. You know what I mean? And that's where you know people are like, oh, it's piss water. <laughs> like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? Um, pour a glass of whiskey and then come talk to me. Uh, you know, you, you fancy beer snobbies. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. The, um, the craft beer crowd. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah, have with their, uh... their skinny jeans and flannel shirts and well-trimmed beards. Bastards. Yeah. No, no, I got, I got nothing against the, the, the beer crowd. Um, but it's, it's just one of those things where like, uh, you, you definitely, and, and whiskey has a lot of the very, a lot of the same things, you know, it's, it has that, you know, um, it has the, the folks that are like on the, the far side of being like, you know, the, the purists as you were. Right. And then it's got the folks that just don't give a shit. And, you know, um, I'm one of those folks that I just don't give a shit. Like if it's good, I'm going to drink it. You know, um, I can like, uh, I like IPAs. Um, I'll always like when I go to a, a brewery, I'll, I'll order, if they've got an IPA, I'll order their IPA. Uh, I'm here in, I don't know if I can say where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the, the Southern Pines, Aberdeen area right now in North Carolina. And, uh, so the rail house, uh, back to my dirtbag geocaching society days right the real house brewery was like our headquarters and so we uh you know their pale ale i drink more of that shit than any human probably ought to but uh you know it's nice. so good oh my god it's so good yeah. it's so good but uh yeah man now nah, but like i'm with you so if that's got a uh like a corona feel to it yeah. dude that's that's some of the best summer drinking ever like a, yeah. a cold like and it's a glass bottles too <laughs> like i love that shit dude absolutely love it yeah um, no. this is a this one uh i picked up for the first time um i think a while ago now um i want to say it was like end of last summer it was the first time i picked it up and i, I kind of grabbed it just because um the my store that i get all my alcohol at they sell or they don't sell they have these available uh custom like six pack holders so you can like you know, piece together your own six-pack. Uh, six and so that's what I did tonight. I got two uh, Mr. Blue Skies, uh, two of these uh, El Giros, or I don't fucking know. Um, I got two of those. I got one Oberon, and then I got... Hang on. This is a Low Sun, low-calorie wheat ale from uh, Bell's. It makes me think it's a low calorie uh, Oberon, but it's I, honestly whoever does uh, Bell's artwork for all their shit is a genius. Because look, look at that, it's it's so simple, yeah, but like so that. effective. It's, oh, it's so cool. So, oh, hang on. but yeah, um, so uh, yeah. Beer, like I used, I used to be really like into craft beer, and so I definitely got to the point where like I wouldn't touch a Bud Light or a Budweiser unless there was nothing else to drink, and it's just like if that's the only thing, fine, I'll drink it, whatever. But then I had to drink like a million of them to get like a buzz, and then I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm gonna throw up just because I'm like I'm so fucking full. It's like I've eaten three loaves of bread. This is too much. <laughs> um, but I I kind of got to the point where like if it's if it tastes good, I'll drink it and I'll enjoy it. Um, I like uh, I'm uh, I'm a fan of uh, Coors. Like I'll I'll drink Coors. Um, I'm a sucker for uh, Rolling Rock. 
Mm. Mostly just because it's fucking dirt cheap. Like at one point in my life, you know, that was that was expensive beer for me. <laughs> and it's basically like a dollar a bottle. <laughs> so it's it's super fucking cheap. But I mean it's it's good beer. Like Rolling Rock for how inexpensive it is, is very good beer. I enjoy Rolling Rock a lot. Yeah, probably more so That's than fair. I should. But all these are really good. Um, you can get. I think the only thing with these is everybody's pushing like four packs, with like the weird like plastic caps on them, which are just so fucking bizarre. Like I'm sure that's supposed to save like the turtles and shit or whatever, but it's just like it's only four, and you're gonna charge me ten bucks for four of these fuckers. It's like, nah, I don't think so. It's like I'd I'd rather get you know six of something like. Six of these, and I get like uh, a good combination or whatever. Um, felt cheaper than just getting four of one of them, and it's like no. Nah. Mm. So I'd rather have a nice variety and maybe pay a little bit more than just getting four of one kind. You know, that's yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. But I, the craft game, you know, uh, and I and I think this is the same. Uh, probably between beer and whiskey uh, altogether is that, you know, your, your packaging is smaller because, you know, you can only produce so much um, and it's easier to produce and put out a, a smaller bottle. You know, I think about like Kings County when they first kicked off, you know, they were doing 203, like their biggest bottles were like three seventy fives. you know what I mean? Um, and, and until they got rolling and now they're doing seven fifties. Um, but like I think a lot of that's probably the same amount of production, mass production. You you look at Bell's, Bell's is huge, uh, and they're able to to mass produce and ship out. So their their packaging is a little bit different. But some of these smaller ones, and God knows Massachusetts has a ridiculous amount of them. Uh, they've got freaking you know, and they all do that same thing, you know. But they're they're smaller production you know sets, so they, I you know, for the the best bang for their buck sits at you know four cans as opposed to six. So I think, and some of those beers are like just hearty. You know what I mean? It's like it's like drinking a meal. Yeah. So so there's like four is enough. You, you're not gonna, <laughs> four's, four's gonna last you a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Four is like a twelve pack. Well, that's um, that's kind of yeah. like with like the hop slam. It's it's such a hearty beer. There's like it's there's just so much to it that at least for me, forcing myself through two of them is just like ugh. Like it's it's good, but it's just like man, I just I just I just can't take it anymore. But like the thing with beer, it's like it's always been like it's like I. I want to like, I want to say, oh, it's it's older than whiskey, just because like it always just seems to be in everything. You you hear about beer and this and beer and this, and it dates back to this, and then like, um, and then like like whiskey, you have the different varieties, and you know you got what, like lagers and IPAs, you got uh, Pilsners, uh, uh, Stout, yeah. Uh... Which porters? See now, what I'm curious, and I'm just not that I know. Like, I wonder if beer has the same kind of uh, restrictions on what you can and can't call it based off of where it's made. Because, like, you have um, scotches can only be made in Scotland, Irish whiskeys can only be made in Ireland. You have um, 
uh, bourbons that are only made in uh, the U.S. And then you have Canada, who does their own thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, think the Canadians allow their whiskey to be made everywhere. I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, we're good. Yeah, just uh, yeah, yeah. Just call it Canadian, eh? Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I've always been curious of like uh, if beer has the same kind of thing. You know, can it only be a stout if it's made under these conditions? Like, I get like it. You have to make it a certain way to you know it be a stout, or is it had like? Oh, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought there. Together, <sighs> Bubba. Oh, Jesus Christ! I, I, fuck. See, this is the only bad thing about the podcast being on a Thursday is that the week is almost over and my brain wants to shit itself. <laughs> so it's 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 difficult. I'm I know what I'm trying to say. I just can't fucking say it. Take your time, man. We God. got we got all night. It's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Fucking, no stress. And it's fucking beer. I like okay, so more more times than not. I'm not particularly picky about my beer or most beers. I get picky when it comes to um, stouts. I am insanely picky about stouts. I either love it or I hate it. I don't have much middle ground when it comes to stouts. Um, But like everything else, like IPAs, Pilsners or, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm usually pretty good and I don't even think twice about it, but with a stout, Oh man, I better be into it in that first sip. If I'm not, I'm not drinking it. Well, fuck, I'm no. I'll force myself through that one, and then I'll be like, "No, nah, give me something else," because because that was gross. Have you had any of the Goose Island uh, bourbon barrel or like barrel? Is it barrel Bourbon County? Anyway, they're they're bourbon stouts. I don't think so. Okay, well, we're gonna change that when you come to the house here in a couple weeks. Uh, and we'll get you we'll get you into those because I'm not a big beer like guy, right? I love beer. Um, I'll drink it. Uh, I, again, IPAs, <clears throat> anything pale ale is is kind of my happy place. But uh, uh, but when it comes to like because because stouts are always like again, it's like a meal. Um, but man, they they have done Goose Island has figured it out um, with how they do their bourbon barrel aged stouts and the, the barrels that they use on some of these are just fucking phenomenal. So you get that, that like whiskey kind of kick. The only thing is, it's like, it's a super creamy, thick kind of beer. And I'm not usually like that. That's not something that I usually enjoy. Um, But the whiskey on like, overtones with it um keeps me coming back so i uh i i really appreciate like that stuff and as far as stouts go so uh we'll we'll get you on one or two of those when you uh when you come to the house here in a few weeks and you can let me know what you think but um yeah but before we wrap this like i haven't mentioned at all what i'm drinking no <laughs> yeah uh and it is beer uh so um so for the longest time uh, i lived out on the west coast for a a while. Uh, and I could not get this. So anytime that I traveled back on the East coast, this is something that I grabbed. Uh, I started drinking this, um, many, many moons ago, and this became my, one of my favorite beers. Uh, and anytime I was in Key West, this is the beer that I would drink because they had a bunch of other shit that was super weird. And, uh, and I didn't like it as much, but so tonight I am drinking Yingling's lager, right? Uh, the oldest, uh, 
brewery in America, uh, it tells itself. It's out of Pennsylvania. Um, they have now, so beforehand, they were not selling or distributing west of the Mississippi River. However, I happened to find myself in Texas not too long ago, and I sat down, and our waitress came up, and she's like, hey, we've got a new beer on tap. You guys, I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Maybe we want to give it a try. She's like, we have Yingling. And I was like, where what? the fuck are we? I was like, we're in Texas. I was like, how did you get Yingling? She's like, oh, they just started distributing in Texas. And blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take two. Oh, <laughs> I was damn. like... Uh, I'll give you some more. So uh, they make a bunch of different ones. They've got a, a light. They've got a, a dark and tan. They've uh, they've got this other one. This I don't know. I think they hopped on like the like the Michelob Ultra train. You know, so they've got like a super low carb, low cal like beer that's like you know like for people that do CrossFit and shit. Um, Cross, what? but like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's what you see, like, like the people that do CrossFit, like, yeah, we love beer. And they're sitting there drinking a Michelob Ultra. Like, that's not, that's not a beer. I mean, it's something. I, I think technically it still is a beer, but it's not, you know. It's like half a beer. It's like putting it like, okay, it's like pouring a finger of whiskey and then adding like three quarters of a like bottle of water. There's some beer flavor in there for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you're essentially just uh, drinking water. That's okay. Right right yeah. as I'm about to enjoy my uh my low sun, low calorie wheat ale from Bells. And then you're gonna go do CrossFit after this? Yeah, bitch. I'm gonna go do some box jumps. Hang on. Yep. I'll uh, I'll throw a rock around the yard. There you go. Just a little one. Yeah. Dude, so speaking of throwing rocks. Totally unrelated to anything. Fucking story time. Just roll with me, okay? okay. So I'm out uh, walking the other day here in good old sunny North Carolina, and I'm on this trail, and I see a snake buddy. I love snakes. Snakes are totally cool. It happens to be uh, one of the few poisonous snakes here. Uh, it's a water moccasin, a cottonmouth, right? So venomous, not real friendly. And, uh, and I concerned that somebody like coming up around me or behind me is going to see it and they're going to kill it because they're scared of it and whatnot. So like, dude, I want the snake to like go back into the woods where it belongs and be happy and live a good long life. So I tried to shush the snake. Um, (laughs) and initially it starts to move. And then I, I grab this little rock and I, I toss this little rock like towards it and it hits like in front of like between the snake and I, right. It hits on the ground. And I'm thinking like, it's going to, the rock's going to startle it and it's going to go off into the bushes. No, this bitch turned straight up and looked right at me and was like, did you just fucking throw a rock at me? <laughs> I have not seen that aggressive behavior from a snake ever before. Like, this bitch was coming. Like, he's like, oh, 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 hell no, you did not just throw a fucking rock at me. <laughs> totally unrelated to beer or anything that we're talking about, but he uh, said something about a rock. I was like, dude, I, no, got a fucking snake, like, square up to me because I tossed a rock at it the other day. It was pretty fucking funny. But I digress. Um... That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but back to beer. <laughs> Very good. So uh, for those who are uh, enjoying the stream uh, and we've been talking about uh, the different uh, things that make beer what it is, Joe, our uh, our fact checker, has uh, greatly uh, given the breakdown of what 
constitute what and how it all works. So of those who are listening on the podcast, if you would like to get – oh, what are you doing? It wouldn't be a good show if I didn't have music or something playing in the background, right? So uh, anybody who would like to look uh, for themselves and see or if they want somebody to tell them what it is, uh, you're more than welcome to check the stream. Uh, Joe has uh, greatly uh, done his homework and uh, put out that information for the viewers, you know. I think we need to get Joe his own like Wikipedia page or something. I just think Joe needs to be just on here regularly. For sure. Yeah. So Joe, if you're, uh, I know you're listening. So, uh, we should just have Joe be a, a thing. For sure. He doesn't have to say much. He can just like, kind of hang out there. He just, he can just hang out. And that way he can pop in with his, his stuff and actually like be a voice instead of just, the silly typing stuff on the on the chat that scrolls through. True story. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you ready to go to the bar? Uh, I love editing. Yes, man. Of course I am. Here we go. Folks, it is time for At the Bar, and At the Bar is where we sit down and we talk about something. Could be anything. We have no idea where it's going to go, what it's going to be, or how it's going to get there. But uh, but we're just going to throw it out there anyway. So, tonight, because it is about that time, uh, and there's a, a day in April that is fast approaching that everybody hates or doesn't, for some of you, and that is tax day so uh this year tax day is on the 18th of april normally it's fallen on the 15th of april but uh, i think the 15th is a friday so they said eh, we'll give them till monday to get their shit together awful nice of the government to do that and let us party on a friday before we have to give them all of our fucking money again on monday well jokes on them i'm gonna spend all my tax money on friday night at the bars being sad that i have to pay taxes Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But anyway, but so tonight we're going to be talking about taxes. We're going to be talking about uh, everything that is and uh, and all that. So uh, I, I don't have a lot of like wisdom on taxation, but I got a little knowledge on uh, on how the country started and how we kind of got our thing. And one of the big things that caused us to say fuck you to old uh, King George and uh, uh, those types of things uh, was taxation without representation that was one of our big complaints right so we were getting taxed we were getting taxed for everything like there was the paper tax like every piece of paper that you use was taxed uh the tea tax it was crazy and and then we started pushing back and then the taxes actually got worse um and then we started having to pay shit for crazy stuff and then finally america was like eh, well we weren't america at the time um we were the colonies and the colonies were like eh, we're done Q george washington a bunch of farmers. And then we whooped the ass of our British overlords, who had the uh, best freaking suited, most uh, powerful military of the time. Uh, you know, we just kind of threw some together some ragtag shit. Now, interesting thing, though. Um, so we we beat the British back, right? We get freedom. We get our, our independence, right? We are now our own fucking nation. Uh, and we realize that we have a lot of money that we have to pay back to somebody. 
because wars are expensive. So what do we do? We tax some motherfuckers. So Alexander Hamilton, lovely fellow there, Alexander Hamilton, uh, all of a sudden, it's from the musical, Josh, you just follow me, um, writes up a uh, a tax bill or something that says, hey, we need to start taxing whiskey because whiskey was prevalent. Whiskey was actually uh, in the western part of the country at the time. Now, when I say western part of the country, I'm talking about, like, Pittsburgh and, like, because right, that was like the far western part of the country. So right. the, the, you hear like in that time frame, you hear about these people talking about like going out west. That's what they were. The, we think like prairie and we think like Utah and like Wyoming and those kinds yeah. of areas out there. Right. Nope. Nope. They were going to Pittsburgh. Um, our that was the modern western, day, the western reaches of the country at the time. Or modern day Ohio. Uh, yes, quite quite literally. Uh, Monongahela was the you know the, the Monongahela Valley produced some of the best whiskey of the time, and it was rye whiskey actually at that time. So, so they write up this whiskey tax, and everybody says no. Like we just literally fought a war to stop doing this bullshit. Uh, go fuck yourself. And so, for the first time ever and only time in history, uh, a sitting president put on a uniform, hopped up on a horse, and led soldiers to go quell a rebellion. Um, now, it sounds really cool, like this big pompous thing, like George Washington puts this, I don't know how he squeezed back into his uniform again. Um, you know, after a few years in D.C., apparently your uniform shrinks really bad. But uh, so <laughs> he gets about halfway there, and it's actually the rebellion is like, seated in Pittsburgh. Like, that's where they're going. They're going to Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> but all the rebels, the whiskey rebels, uh, heard that there was this big group of dudes that were coming, uh, led by George Washington, and they all said, uh, we don't care. We're going to go home. So they went home. <laughs> and then George <laughs> turned around and went back to, you know, uh, D.C., where he belonged. I knew everything was good. So they, they squashed the rebellion without even actually getting there. But all of that was based off of taxes, hmm. right? Um, and uh, and there's been a bunch of that now. And what's crazy is as we look at, like, taxes now, it's uh, we look at individual taxes, like where you live. So, Josh, homeowner, you're well aware, property taxes. You know, you pay property tax. And what does that property tax cover? Not only that, but you also pay federal income tax, and you pay state income tax, and you do, like, so there's there's all of these crazy things you look kind of break it down part of me scratches my head and says well are we that far off from what caused us to freaking break away from the country you know break away from from england in the first place and and certain places and certain states in within our own country are, are way worse than others i look at massachusetts where i'm at that is goddamn ridiculous. Uh, New York is another state that is uh, insane with their tax rates. Hmm. And you wonder, like, how or why people choose to live there. Like, what the fuck? How is that a thing? So I always find it interesting to see, like, you know, we, we our whole existence, uh, amongst other things, but one of the reasons for our whole existence as a nation was, you know, to escape taxation without representation mm-hmm. but where are we now it it kind of goes back to that whole uh history will uh, eventually repeat itself you know 
Mm. And it's one of those weird things where it's like, hey, folks, you know, if we learned anything from history, you know, we may not have to go through the exact same fucking thing over and over. You know? And it's... Who who would have thought that taxes would be the the, the reoccurring bullshit? Because like like if you want to put the the American Revolution at a uh, the simplest things, if it was simply started because of taxation, it's like you we've fuck we've seen wars seemingly start for less and it's like okay so now we're taxing fucking everything and it's like shouldn't that shouldn't be right but i mean you know but then of course there's the whole well we got to pay for this we got to pay for that we got to pay for this and it's just like yeah but does do my taxes actually pay for that i i don't think it does (laughs) so where 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 i get beef right so taxation right (laughs) provides funding mm-hmm. for the government. So you and you hear that a lot, you know, your tax dollars at work. This is your tax dollars at work and blah 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 blah. Well, when you grab the annual spending bill for the United States government and you break that bitch down and you actually look at what's inside of that thing, right? Mm-hmm. It will freaking turn your stomach upside down. Was it last year or two years ago? I forget what we spent we sent 19 was it 19 million i think we spent like 19 million dollars to pakistan so they could do a gender study program in pakistan now lest i forget or or and if somebody's in the chat that knows better than i do i would love to hear your thoughts on this um but I'm pretty sure that Pakistan is a relatively conservative Muslim nation, and I don't believe they recognize differences in genders. Um, so, why are we sending them nineteen million dollars? It's a cover. One item, right? There was a ton of items that year uh, that were absolutely insane. Yeah. Like what? What are we doing? And it was all tax dollars, right? All of that money, all any revenue that comes into the government is is money from us, is taxes, right? And what's crazy is that what? Okay, so I'm paying <laughs> a certain rate and a certain amount of money, right? Uh-huh. I am not a rich person, right? I, I I don't do too bad for myself, but at the same time, I'm not rolling. You know, I'm not. I don't. I don't have fuck you money. Um, so. I look at like some of these people that are that have fuck you money, um, and then they can get fuck you lawyers, and those fuck you lawyers get them out of having to pay taxes. You know, so really, where is the bulk of the income coming from, as far as the government concerned? It's, it's from taxes, but if the rich aren't paying the same tax rate that we are, right? Um, and and you know, on the other side, the folks in poverty aren't paying taxes, which is understandable, right? The weight of that is falling on the middle class. And that's horseshit. Yes. No, yeah, you're pointing to yourself. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you in podcast land, Josh yeah. just did a, uh, that's me, right? And and I'm doing, you know, you know, what has two thumbs and is in the middle of the class, you know, <laughs> this guy, right? Um, uh, so, so yeah, like we're like, uh, yes, 
and and that sucks that we pay a lot of it, you know. Um, and that's that sucks. Well, shit. Uh, I think this year I I actually got some money back uh, when we did our taxes, which was nice. I'm trying to remember. Nice. I I think what we got last year was almost non-existent. Like when they said, "This is your refund," and I was like, "No, really, what is it?" And they're like, "No, this is your refund." And I was like, "Oh, um, well, fuck." <laughs> so it's it, it is unfortunate that. Especially, like, if you're somebody like me for a while, I was looking at my pay stubs on the regular and seeing how much of it was just going for taxes. And it's just like, man, I'd be doing really good for myself if if taxes weren't a thing. And it's like, this sucks, (laughs) you know? But then, like, you think of, like, infrastructure and, you know, fuck, you know, if you want to say, you know, military or government funding, you you know, they, you know, government needs to run or whatever shit. It's like, in the grand scheme of things, I get it. But then there's this this bit of me that it's like, okay. But I don't get it. <laughs> I, I wish there was a, a better... Uh, I wish it was more clear as far as, like, what we were what we were doing, mm-hmm. right? I wish we were, like, as far as where that money went. Um, and where it was actually like spent and stuff, because um, I, I look at like how much I pay, and I know that there's at least a couple million people that pay the same, if not more, than I do, uh, and so that I, I do the math, right? And I don't math good. I'll tell you that right now. Um, uh, I, I English very well, but I do not math good. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, Looking at just a, a rough raw number, I'm like, man, that's that's a good chunk of change. Um, where does where does it go, and who does it pay for? And, and there's and it does like there's a whole bunch of federal employees, and you know, um, all of the members of Congress and the Senate and freaking all that shit. Like, you know, they get paid as well, and it's just one of those things where like you're, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, dude. Um, and some of those people take like a pay cut or a pay freeze for a little bit, you know, and if they did shit, we'd be good to go. We take all that money. We freaking plug it in, uh, right. you know, to other places. And, and maybe we don't have the roads that like we have in Michigan, you know, where you're just driving down the road. It's like, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> wasn't that <laughs> you're not losing, you're not losing mufflers every week. Wasn't that uh governor uh, Whitmer's uh big push? I think like one of her main like selling points when she was like running for governor, you know, fix the damn roads and everything. And it's like, yeah, uh, these roads are still pretty shitty. So, uh, I don't, I don't think it's working out too well. So, um, uh, yeah. So, but I mean, that's, that's a whole fucking other conversation, but <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a conversation that we're going to probably hold off for last for next time or later yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, cause I don't even know, like, I think that I was can't speak intelligently on Whitmer because I I haven't lived there, so I don't know. Fuck, I can't talk intelligently about her, and and I live here, so 
So she, uh, I honestly, the most I saw of her was during COVID. You know, since COVID isn't a thing anymore, I never see, I never hear anything about her anymore. So, you know, she, I guess she's doing okay. So, yeah, COVID's all better. Although, did you see that they just extended the freaking mask mandate on fucking airlines? No, I didn't. It was set to expire on April 18th. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> Now it's expiring on May 3rd. Like, dude, how the fuck are you just going to keep kicking this can down the road? It's not like they they extended it for six months. They extended it for, like, like a week and a half. Like, why? What What's going to happen in a week and a half? Well, I think a part of that is because um, is that there are certain parts of the country or certain parts that uh, have high traffic, especially where airlines are concerned, are starting to see um, variant uh, increases. So chances are that might be a, a bit of a worry, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, here we are talking about COVID again. <laughs> but it's like we we eventually are going to have to say, fuck COVID. We, we are going yeah. to have to do that at some point. If we keep shutting shit down and throwing mask mandates or, or you know having more boosters and other stupid shit like that, it's like... The, that is going to just be the new norm where, hey, every you know few months you get a shot or you don't get a shot, and we're going to fight about who gets shots and who doesn't get shots. It's like, okay, we have to get back to learning how to function with disease because guess what? And this is a secret. I don't know if anybody knew this. There was sickness before COVID. <laughs> Don't fucking tell anybody. Stop that. (laughs) What are you saying, sir? What are you saying, sir? Sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's just, just further to the point of like, okay, COVID isn't going anywhere. The variants of what COVID's going to be aren't going to go anywhere. Are people still going to die from it? Probably, which is unfortunate. Do people still die from the flu? Yes, which is unfortunate. But guess what? We don't fucking freak out every flu season. <laughs> we just say, hey, go get your shot. And people either do or they don't. I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot. I think. I I don't know. So prob- I probably haven't. So fucking COVID. It, it's here. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be yes. one more thing. You eventually just get a... a yearly shot on and or you don't and you just deal with it so all these fucking and and of course i think of like you know it's if you want to think of it in the grand scheme of things it's still young covid is still young so we're still very much afraid of what it's gonna do and there seems to be no approach to logic anymore uh, especially right. with COVID. It's like, listen, it is a sickness. Guess what? We have things that can combat it. We need to look more into this. We need to look more into that. We can still be healthy. Life needs to continue. It needs to. Yes. We, can't, we can't fucking shut everything down as soon as people start getting sick again. Can't do it because clearly that doesn't work. Like fucking Michigan. Let me tell you. Fucking People on unemployment during height of COVID were making more than me. And my work never shut down. I 100% was going to work through all of COVID. 
At no point did we shut down during COVID. So I worked full time, nothing. People who were making minimum wage working decided not to work because they got closed down or whatever were making more than what I was. How fucked up is that? Now nobody wants to work. <laughs> Michigan, dude, there are, there are places, especially where we are here, at least where I am in Michigan, there are places hiring like crazy. Like um, there's a couple of uh, factories in town here that are offering huge sign-on bonuses. Huge sign, at least in regards to what I think of them as being huge, that because nobody wants to fucking work because they were making fucking bank on unemployment. It, uh, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. We were talking taxes. How did we get talking about fucking COVID? <laughs> Dude, you went down that road, and I'm I'm here for it. So uh, yeah, you know, normally it's me that's like freaking pounding on the table, and like ah oh, fuck COVID, bah! like but you uh you started walking, so I'm I'm just following you. Like yeah, I, I got you, Bob. Um, but no, you're you're right. Um, and uh, like the taxes to COVID thing, we were kind of talking about like infrastructure and uh you know and, and all that, like yeah, yeah, where yeah. how it got gets there. But again, you know what pays for all those unemployment benefits? What pays for all those? Like it's taxes pay for all that shit. Like that's where the income comes from. Unless I'm mistaken. And if I'm mistaken, hopefully Joe fixes me and we're good to go. But like, I don't think I am. Um, And so, and, and that comes down to one of those deals where like, uh, you know, uh, my taxes are paying for this. And that's where we, we kind of feel like that. And that's where, you know, there was a bunch of shitty, uh, uh, responses to cops for a long time that way. Like, oh, my taxes pay your salary. So you, you know, like, you technically, you work for me. Eh, it don't work that way. Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that and I'm not going down that road, but like, um, but you have to wonder, you know, and then with all of like the, the stimulus stuff and the, you know, the, all the, the, where, where did all that come from? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's somebody's got to pay that bill. So, so where is the money coming VR. from? That's like, you know, yeah. And that's where, and, and it's frustrating because, you know, uh, you and I can't afford, like, you know, the big fancy lawyers to freaking dump our money into some freaking Swiss bank account to where it can't be touched. And, you know, like, it's doing all these other fucking things and shit like that. Like, we, we don't, you know. Um, not to say that we can't be smart with our money and, and, do good things and have it work for us. But, you know, um, these dudes that are, <laughs> I think, again, uh, I'm going to go back to, to Bezos. You know what I mean? Mm. Old boy rides a rocket to space every other week, it seems like. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he puts on his fancy cowboy hat and does his thing. You know what I mean? Like, shit, dude. Um, well, and, and then you look at, like, they're, like, they're, like, what they actually pay in taxes. And you're like, God damn. Yeah. Like, it, I don't, I don't, I don't want that life. I just want your lawyer to, like, <laughs> Give me those tax breaks. You know what I'm saying? Well, one thing that just blew me away during COVID um, was were the the big time actors who have all kinds of money and these huge houses were talking about how hard they have it during COVID, and so like it it of course during covid i was not in at least this chunk of covid i was not in the home i am now um but like when covid first started and especially in michigan where like they definitely started like 
you know, breaking down like, okay, you can only go to work, the grocery store, and home. That's it, you know. So, of course, the house we had then was significantly smaller. And here I am watching this, you know, multimillionaire actor who lives in a house that my my entire house at the time could fit in their bedroom. And it's like, okay, um, I don't, th- I don't think we're the same rough spot when you have like, you know, a full size basketball court, tennis court, you have like a, a jogging track around your house. It's like, ah, do, do we really have it rough? Like on the same level? I don't think so. <laughs> And it's like, wait, don't you have, like, two other houses on different parts of the country that you could easily, like, take your private jet to? I'm sure you could. But it... The yachts. Do you remember the yacht picture? No. It was, like, 14 days. Like, they, they took a bunch of yachts, and they spelled out, like, 14 days, you know, to stop the cure or whatever. Oh and that's been that's been a, a frustration of mine uh, from the get-go. You know, you've got these celebrities and these folks that are, you know, from their multi-million-dollar mansions are like, oh, we've got to do our part. Dude, fuck you. It's easy to do your part. You, yeah. know I mean? like you're, you, have, you, you don't have, have to do shit. You have you know a I mean? full-size um, functioning movie theater in your basement. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Right, you get bored, you get to go do your thing. Like, and, and as you were just saying, you know, they've got, you know, an indoor pool, seven basketball courts, and all, like, you know what I mean? So uh, it's easy to, uh, it's it's easy to be, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the word, how am I looking for this? <laughs> uh, responsible, um, you know, when when you have uh, that type of freaking environment to to. <laughs> to reside in and to be in. So mm. it makes it, I don't know. It, <laughs> and you see it again, like the whole Ukraine thing that just came up too. you know, these bunch of fucking celebrities singing from their goddamn mansions. while Ukraine's getting fucking the shit kicked out of it. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're not doing anything. You want to do something like where, where's your money going? Yeah. Follow the money. What's your money doing? Is yeah. your is your money doing what your your video appearance is doing? Well, didn't I think yeah. it was uh, Ashton Kutcher and uh, Mila Kunis like did some kind of benefit relief for uh, the Ukraine? Where they but see they also are very active in just general stuff because like Ashton Kutcher was at least for a while he was really into the not into but that's a bad way to say that but. He was very much um, an advocate to ending uh, human trafficking. And, like, you know, he was a part of a huge thing that was a part of that. Uh, Mila Kunis, who I'm pretty sure is, like, originally from... I thought she was from, well, Moscow? That's its own thing, right? Russian? Moscow is the capital of Russia, guy. Oh, Okay, well, she speaks, she's, like, fluent Russian, like. She's, I, I think she's from, like, an Eastern Bloc country. Okay. I don't think it's Russia. I think it's, like, Hungary or okay. uh, Croatia or something like that. Or Okay. So, I know at least. Know, where's Joe? Wait, yeah, Joe, I know. Where's Mila Kunis from? Yeah. Fact check us. Figure it out. So, so the fact that both of them are very active in figuring, uh, she's from the Ukraine. There you go. Oh, 
Well, there it is. <laughs> well, fuck you too. Thanks, Joe. Bullshit. <laughs> Mila, Kunis, Mila Kunis is from Ukraine. All right. Well, that makes sense while they're doing a fundraiser for Ukraine. Well, but see, it was more than just like, hey, we have uh, blue and yellow rubber band bracelets. Buy them, you know, and we'll send the money to Ukraine. But like, they were like, okay, we are sending like our own money and shit, you know, just, you know. So seeing people actually like put their money where their mouth is. So just seeing a celebrity couple do their thing, but then also back up what they're saying, you know, like, especially like with COVID, when you saw these people, like, you know, people who were complaining about, oh man, you know, I got to take care of my kids. And it's like, dude, my kids would have loved to have been home in the size of the house that you all have. Granted, they'd still be probably in the same room as us just because that kids don't know how to like be in their own space. It's just, it's like, okay, our situation is not the same. No offense. Stop trying to relate. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> when you have like a 5,000 square foot home compared to my barely over like, you know, 15 foot, 100 square home, it's like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> when, when no. It just, it, it cracked me up and it was, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I think about this just because at work, um, we've had a lot of people starting to come back. Uh, you know, for, you know, almost the building being full again. And it's like these, some of these folks have not been in the building for two years. It's insane. And it's like, Hey, That's crazy. I never fucking went anywhere. <laughs> I've been here this whole time. It is. Uh, but of course now there's nowhere to fucking park anytime I get to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> the drawback to, to having everybody come back. Oh, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, for real. Uh, and that's the thing where I work too, is that we've been at like 25%, like we're like mandatory 25% manning. And, uh, and all of a sudden everybody starts coming back and you're like, well, where the fuck does my car go? Um, <laughs> because we don't have like parking spaces. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, you know, I, I watched, uh, and we've talked about it a bunch, um, but I watched it again just uh, just today. Uh, Ricky Gervais's uh, Golden Globe uh, <laughs> monologue in the beginning, right? And he says that, like, he comes out and he's like, he's like, he's like, none of y'all have been in touch with the real world, in, like ever, you know. Or so, so don't come up and be like political. <laughs> Thank your manager. Thank your God. Take your little shiny award. And get the fuck off. You know? <laughs> Like, and, and that was like, you know, uh, he's like, in, he's like, some of y'all have been in school less than Greta Thunberg, you know? Like, so, oh my God. Yeah. Like that. It's such a great monologue. We, uh, we do. We talk about it all the time. I know that, but, uh, uh, but it's one of those things where, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought of that when, you know, that game, we were like, yeah, they're, we're just kind of out of touch with, with everything else. And. And and I agree uh, totally. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, how does this all like bring this back? You know, full circle into like the whole taxes thing, and like that's just you know that's kind of where kind of where that sits and how that is. And um, you know, taxes are that I don't know <sighs> another indicator of you know if you get a, a good enough lawyer, you can do whatever you know. Um, and, and you can kind of freaking, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe they just play in the game better. Maybe I need to quit being so salty about it uh, because they just they have the ability to to play the game better, and they know that if they put their money here, or they put their money here, they put their money there. They don't have to freaking like worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Um. See. See, folks who have come from nothing and and have made their millions and have got to and have gotten to the point where taxes aren't a thing for them and it's not something they worry about. Um, I don't have a problem with that. It's like you know what, good for you. You you definitely you played the system the best way you knew how, and you're on top. Good job. Right. A part of me, yes. it, I, the only thing a part of that about that that pissed me off is like, damn. I wish I thought of that, you know, just, just, you know, right. simple as shit, you know, but at the same time, when it, when it comes down to it, there are all kinds of decisions as, as, you know, regular Joe Schmoes, average, you know, Americans, we can, we can make the decision be like, Hey, like I, I opt out for my taxes, like with my paychecks and shit that I have more taken out just so at, you know, come tax time. I'm going to get more back. I'm going to be like, Hey, right. Give me my money. <laughs> I, I fucking bust ass for that. I, I should get something. Um, it's just, it's one of those things that isn't taught. At least when I went to high school, taxes wasn't taught. I like, you know, government was taught and, you know, economics was taught, but like the whole point of taxes, how they do taxes. Like, honestly, like, in high school, there should be a class that teaches you how to do your own taxes because I will fully admit I have no idea how to do my own taxes. I've been using uh, a, uh, a tax prepper forever, I think. Def- definitely think? since I've been able to do taxes just because I don't understand it. I don't understand the language of it. And so having somebody who does understand it and can explain it to me in ways that I can understand is very beneficial. So it's like, okay, so that that's good. So trying to do this shit on my own, nope, nope. I wish, though, there would have been a class that could have taught me how to understand it. So if I wanted to, I could do it myself, save a little money. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just as easy to pay somebody else to do them. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, and that's uh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, and I, I wish they did teach uh the same, but you know, again, it's uh we need to learn how to do math with colors and letters instead of doing things that we can actually be productive citizens with. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, fuck ta- oh, fuck taxes. <laughs> <laughs> taxes stupid taxes stupid they're big dumb <sighs> big dumb yeah yes indeed well my friend uh, we are about at that 90 minute mark will you say we uh, we wrap this up and head to the last call sounds good sweet Alright friends, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, for those of you in podcast land, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come listen to us talk about taxes. As awesome and fun as that has been. Uh, and uh, and we threw COVID in there once again. Uh, how much fun. But it wasn't me this time. For the record, it was not me. That's fair. 
Good job, Joshua. I'm so proud of you. you. You've done good, Bobby. You've done good. So uh, that will wrap it up for us here uh, at the Tavern in Question. Uh, for those of you who do listen to the podcast, we would strongly encourage you to come join us Thursday night, 730 on Twitch, uh, so you can see this thing go down, and you can uh, catch all of the wonderful visuals that uh, go along with it uh, to include, uh, you know, mine and Josh's beautiful faces uh, on the regular. So uh, until next week, y'all have a, uh, a good one and we will uh, hopefully see you soon.